Hello. Welcome back. You are listening to the Alphology 2 podcast. How are you doing? Uh, I'm a bit bunged up, as usual, actually. No more bunged up than usual, but still bunged up nonetheless, so sorry about that. I'm also quite dehydrated, so I'm sorry if that also affects how this sounds. I've got a, a big glass of water next to me. Sorry, bottle of water, which I'm going to try and use to hydrate myself throughout this so it doesn't sound too bad. Um, this is the second effort of this. You might notice this has gone out a day late. The reason why it went out a day late is because I recorded the entire thing yesterday only to look back and to see that my recording app had frozen uh, 25 seconds into the recording. <laughs> so, yeah, I was uh, furious, is the, is the word. I, 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 I got into a really good flow with it, and I was very happy with how it went, which is rare. I'm not a natural orator. So I was really happy with the way it went, and... Um, yeah, I didn't record, so that was that was great. Really enjoyed that. So I'm recording again the next day. You could argue that I shouldn't leave it till the day to record it, and that I should record the episodes in advance and release them later. But I, I just don't have don't have the organisational capacity for that. That's just ridiculous levels of of on the ballness. I can't can't we do that anyway? Aside from uh, issues with the podcast and my own dehydration. I'm not even going to tell you how, how brown my piss is, by the way, which is ridiculously brown. Fucking hell. I know. Right, moving on. Um, what I want to talk about this week is something I've mentioned a couple of times before, like recently as well, like on the How to Live Forever part, I think, and on two weeks ago, I think I mentioned it, which is the idea that you could put yourself into a machine and and live forever within a computer which simulates your brain i know i've mentioned it before i'm aware but i'm going to try and flesh out that topic a little bit this week i have some nice ideas about it sort of more about how it's not possible so so essentially the the idea for me what initially got me thinking about it is an episode of the sitcom friends where ross is trying to chat up a girl and he tells her that one day it will be possible to download your brain into a computer and live forever within this machine. Doesn't doesn't get him laid, but but yeah, that's what he does. Anyway, it's not a, a unique idea. Lots of people have thought about this before. But thinking about it, I've been thinking about it, I, I don't think it's possible. Well, I think it is possible to do, or it will be possible to do at some point, te- technically. But I think there's just some problems that will arise, just some issues that we'll be run into so let's say just for argument's sake for the purposes of this discussion that i have one i have a uh, a computer in the corner like, like an alexa for example but instead of it being alexa it's a perfect replica of my brain so i, I, don't know, I guess it's got it's got cameras for eyes maybe a transmitter so it can talk to me and uh, like a microphone to uh to, to hear what i'm saying so for all intents and purposes it's like a like a human head and it sits in the corner and it is an exact copy of me 
we'll call it. So, oh, okay, so we'll give a variation of my name. My name is Alfie. My full name is Alfred. So we'll call it Fred. All right, so you've got Fred, who lives in the computer in the corner, and you're Alfie, who's me. But effectively, we're the same person. We have the same personality, the same experiences, the same memories, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, uh, as of, like, right now. So right now, you would consider us to be the same person, just for a moment. Although, are you the same person, or are you just a copy? If you have two iPhones, those two iPhones are exactly the same, but they're not the same iPhone. They're, they're copies of one another. They, they are different iPhones, but they are the same. And to expand that analogy, as soon as you start using that iPhone, it becomes damaged, the software w- would change, you'd download apps onto it, the battery life would, would change depending on how much you used it, etc., etc. And that's what would happen to a person. If you have a copy of yourself, it would be you for all of about a few minutes, maybe. And then after that, you start to diverge, you start to become a different person. Are you the same person that you were... Even six months ago, before before the pandemic, are you the same person as you were then? Probably not. You probably changed since then, and that would that would inevitably happen to me and Fred in the corner. As soon as you download him, Fred would start to 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 become a different person, he'd be similar, and have a lot of the same memories. But eventually, he'd be somebody else. I don't know at what point he becomes a new person. But at some point, I think he would. I think Fred would end up being different to to me, even though he was created as the exact copy of me at age 25. I guess, like, well, um, I don't know how to put this. If I talked about being in love last week, if I was in love, surely Fred would also be in love. So he'd love the same person as me. Would he be on my side? Or would he be a love rival. I think he'd be a love rival because loving people in some ways, it's a very selfless act because you're giving something, you're giving a part of yourself to somebody else. But in other ways, it's very selfish in the fact that you want those people for you. Even if you want good things to happen to them, you want it so that you feel good. So, if I if I'm in love, Fred would be in love too, and I think he'd be a love rival. He'd want this hypothetical girl all to himself, as would I. I don't think we'd want to share because uh, yeah, eventually we'd become different people. We'd get jealous of each other, even though we're the same person. And theoretically, theoretically, she'd love us both, and that that's just not workable. It's the one time that my human body, my peak male form my sexual prowess <laughs> it's the one time in my life that that would work for me because i'd be like fuck that guy he's just a computer you know i've got a body you know you can you can sleep with me you can't sleep with a computer theoretically so that's probably the one time that that would work in my favors so i reckon i'd win in the in, in in the love rival stakes against against a computer who who shares my brain but if we were love rivals, like would it would it become bitter? Would we be good sports about it, me and Fred? Like, I think we'd probably fall out over it. Because I'd be like, yeah, but I'm the original me, Fred. Come on, man. I'm the original me. You're just a backup. So you can't get involved. If, if I die, fair enough. You fucking get involved, son. Carry on my legacy. 
not whilst I'm still alive. You take a fucking back seat, but he wouldn't have that. I know. Well, I know he wouldn't have that because I'm me, and I wouldn't have that if I was, if I was the copy of me. So, I reckon it would be bitter. And I guess the 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 the, the theory around bitterness it leads to like. Would we even get on at all? Like as as people, if I'm sitting there chatting away to Fred in the corner, is he is he gonna like me? Like we'd agree on stuff, I guess. Obviously, we'd agree because we think we're the same person. We think the same things. But we don't. You you don't even know what this person thinks and what they feel. So it wouldn't be an awful lot to say, would there? We're probably the third person. You need a third person in the convo. So that, like, I don't know, you bounce off things in a different way so you can then have a conversation with yourself sort of through this third person. Because, like, if, say, that third person asks Fred a question, I can then react to Fred's answer rather than, just having a one-on-one conversation where it's boring because we know what we know what we're thinking. And like, say we do get on. Say me and Fred, me and this this computer copy of me, we think this is great. The point, the whole point of having a computer copy of your brain is that when you die, it continues to live, even though it's me. Would the computer, would Fred, miss me when I was dead? Huh, rhymes, no. Um, yeah, would would Fred think, oh, I'm really sad that Alfie's gone, Be- even though he's me. It's like, it's sad that he's dead. And if I was about to die, like, I'm scared of dying, right? I've mentioned this before. I am scared of dying, big time. If I was about to die, would I still be scared if I knew that there was a computer to to to, to carry on living? I think I, I think I probably would, because like I said, it's a copy. It isn't you. You still have to die. The fact that there's another version of you that, that lives on doesn't it's not really actually that much comfort. Like you'd still be dead. There'd just be another one of you which isn't dead who'd be fucking smug as anything. So I reckon I would still be scared. And that I guess leads on to this. If I was to do an update, which I which obviously would have to happen, I'm 25 years old, right? Fred would have to be updated at some point. Like I said, we diverge into being different people. If I want to keep him as me, I guess you'd have to do maybe a six-monthly or yearly update of yourself. So you'd have to re-download your brain into Fred each every six months or so, just to make sure that if you die, you've got a reasonably up-to-date copy of yourself to, to live on. But if you were to do that, if you were to update him, you'd have to obviously wipe his brain and, and overwrite it with the, the new information. So you'd be effectively would you be effectively killing him would you be killing fred when you did the update and more to the point would fred be scared i think it would well i would be scared if i was if i lived in a computer and someone was going to update me or wipe my brain and insert a lot of new memories fuck it yeah i'd be scared would you be scared now if someone said oh yeah i'm just going to wipe your brain and put in a new brain which is similar but not quite the same yeah you'd be fucking scared so there's an ethical debate around doing software updates <laughs> and you know backing up the hard drive say we did it after i died say okay so i'm dead we cut out my brain and we put my brain into fred does he have memory of me dying or does he have memory of the point in between does he would he have any perception that time had passed 
like say it took them two weeks to get my brain to the computer after I died, would he feel like it was two weeks on or would there be this weird little lag, just two weeks of life that had just, just gone missing completely? Like he'd be cryogenically frozen or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. But I guess he, like, if we look at it, Fred, it would be depressing as fuck to be him. He'd, he'd be able to see because he's got cameras for eyes. He'd be able to hear because he's got microphones. Be able to speak. I guess maybe he could touch. You have touch sensors. But I don't know if that would be the same sensation. Can't smell or taste, though. That'd be basically impossible to be able to smell or taste. So it'd be like losing half your senses. So, yeah, you keep your brain. And it's actually probably worse because he'd remember what it's like to taste chocolate. He'd remember what chocolate tastes like. He'd remember the smell of a Yankee candle. But he'd know that he could never do it again. I guess it'd be similar to like losing your senses as a, as a person. Like I've always thought about being blind or being deaf. I think I'd probably rather be born blind or be born deaf or lose it when you're very young because losing your sight when you know what stuff looks like that'd be so depressing. I think, I think, I don't know. I, I, I also haven't spoken to any blind people or deaf people to, to ask them, but I think my perception of it is that I would prefer to have never seen anything than to lose my sight because I would just be depressed about not sit, not being able to see. I think that'd be the same for Fred. Like he'd remember the taste of stuff, but wouldn't be able to taste. I guess he wouldn't get hungry though. So, so maybe he wouldn't care so much. Maybe you only crave taste because of the hunger. But that brings into other like instincts, like all instincts. Are they sort of created by your body or your brain? Like you'd have to have a sex life. You can't have sex. Uh, is being horny, is that a chemical thing? Do you have to have genitals to be horny? Or is that a mental thing? I, I, I don't know the answer. There, there will be an answer. I just don't know it. But I just think it's no life to live in a computer. It, just, it would just suck. Is it even worth existing as a computer forever? Is artificial life better than having no life at all? I, I think probably, maybe not. I'd rather have a real life and just make the most of it and then die. What if someone spilled a drink on Fred? <laughs> You'd be fucked. Oh, yeah. Like, after I'm dead, someone accidentally knocks over their pint. Goes all over Fred, and, I, and then he's dead again. You have to have a backup, but then, then you encounter all these problems again with the backup. It'd be double the double the issue around there being many different elves. The many elves interpretation of the world. You have all these backups of me. That'd be a fucking nightmare. No one wants that. I could get myself on the podcast though. That'd be good. But let's not get into that. Many elves. That's that's, that's a bit far. That's all I've got on that, actually. There's a, as you can see, there's a few problems with creating a digital copy of yourself. Uh, I actually do have something else to talk about very briefly. I don't know if I, I could make a whole podcast out of this or even have an idea about it, but it's something I learned about through through this, actually, through researching this, or not really researching it, just Googling stuff, brains, Googling brains. And I found out about something called the Boltzmann brain. And I just want to share it with you because it's so, so fucked up. But... It's kind of fascinating. So the original idea 
behind the Boltzmann brain is that the universe is incredibly unlikely. The way the universe come about, that just seems, that's just ridiculous. How could that possibly have happened? So the Boltzmann theory is that the universe doesn't exist. And in fact, the only thing that exists is one singular human brain, which has been randomly and I guess accidentally created in the void of nothingness that is the universe. So the Big Bang never even happened because that's too ludicrous. You can't just create a universe out of nothing all of a sudden and then make it blow up and spread across an infinite void for 14 billion years. That's just, that is ridiculous. It's much more likely that there's one brain and it's been created for just a few seconds. And that brain has created the universe within it. And the entirety of time exists in this one human brain, which has been created randomly by the universe. And that's what you're experiencing right now is just a hallucination of that brain across a few seconds. But that's interesting enough, right? doesn't seem possible. It's a theory, right? That's a theory. Uh, no way of proving it. But I guess it gets better. It gets better than that. So trillions of years into the future, right? So the universe is going to end with something called heat death, they think, which means that all particles, every single atom, every single thing within an atom will be split into an individual or whatever it is, individual ions or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But basically... Nothing, no objects will exist. There will only be individual particles. So all the particles in the universe will be spread out evenly. So that means there's no energy. Everything is completely cold. Uh, and that's where we're heading at the moment. That's what, what, that is the logical thing for the Big Bang, the logical uh, conclusion to make for the Big Bang, that it spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads and falls apart and falls apart and falls apart until it's fallen apart as much as it possibly can. That's going to take a very, very, very long time like trillions and trillions of years. I think it's a tr- like a billion, trillion, trillion years, I think, or something. It, it's fucking a long time in the future. Not much to worry about right now. I wouldn't be too concerned about it if I was you. Uh, the, the earth would have been swallowed by the sun. Like we wouldn't even be like one of the way there by the time the earth gets swallowed up by the sun. So in your lifetime, it's not something to worry about. Don't worry about it. It's very easy to get stressed out about the end of the universe, but I think that's something we can just think about later on. Anyway, anyway, before it gets to that point, there'll be all these particles just floating around, some sort of together and some won't be together. And they will just form into random objects that, that it's statistically likely to happen. So these little clusters of particles will just form into, I say little clusters, they'll be big clusters because there'll be a lot of particles, but they just form into an object just for a few seconds and then they'll just break apart because of the the the, the way the universe is stabilizing itself. I don't know how it works, but it does. So basically almost every object that you can imagine now will be formed within this sort of almost post end of the world, end of the universe, universe. So that means that it's statistically... Uh, not even possible. It's statistically certain that something that it will do is create exact replicas of human brains. And the number of times that it will do this over these sort of trillions of years at which the, the universe is experiencing heat death, that means that the number of times that it will create those brains f- is 
far, far, far in excess of the number of human brains that actually ever existed. So there'd be more brains created by heat death of the universe when it's just creating random objects, random clusters of particles that ever existed on the human in the in the human world. Which means it's statistically probable that you don't exist and that you are in fact living like a billion trillion trillion years in the future and you're just a randomly created brain by the universe and everything that you experience is just a hallucination which is happening over the course of about three or four seconds before it all breaks apart again so that's that's probably what you are. That's a statistical likelihood. If if they're correct that this thing will happen, there's a very strong chance that you are one of these brains and that you don't exist. Which that's pretty it's pretty cool, isn't it? It's pretty cool. Yeah, they're called Boltzmann brains, by the way. If you want to look it up, it's it's it's, it's a fascinating thing. It absolutely blew my mind when I found it out yesterday. So yeah, Boltzmann brains, look it up. Um that's what I've got time. I don't know I've got time. I've got loads of time, infinite time. I've got literally trillions of years. Uh, or maybe even just a few seconds, depending on if I am a Boltzmann brain or not. But I say, I, well, I say I haven't got time. I've got nothing left to say. That was actually reasonably quick. That was a, quicker than I, I think quicker than I did it yesterday. Maybe I should do a, a rehearsal recording first time because I can fly through it. But yeah, thanks for listening. I'm going to go and hydrate myself some more. I hope that wasn't too bad to listen to. I found a nice setting on the microphone recently, so hopefully the sound has has got better in the last few weeks. I don't know if it has. Uh, that'll be it. Uh, do follow the podcast on social media. More importantly, do recommend it to a friend. I think people have been recommending it to a friend because just recently there's been a couple of new countries appearing. And I think really the only way in which new countries can find this podcast is through people telling people. Like, I can't remember what the countries are, uh, but there's been a few, like a few nice new new countries, like random ones. Oh, one of them, the US Virgin Islands. So if you're the person from the US Virgin Islands having a listen to this podcast, then that's just bizarre to me. Yeah, I'm just a a weird guy with a microphone and it's reach the the Caribbean and like the States as well. Like this is like more than half the listeners to this podcast live in the States. I don't know anybody lives in the States. It's just bizarre. Like how, yeah, where did you all come from? Anyway, anyway, uh, that'll be it. Thanks for listening. Uh, I will speak to you next week. Have a, have a joyous week. And in the meantime, do stay safe in a bit. <laughs>